And good morning. It is a beautiful morning. I'm Gary Dignot. Our producer is Claire Grow, And the Z1077 Up Close Show is a special presentation of Z1077 News presented in the public interest. Our guest this morning in studio is uh, someone we've had on the show before, but uh, someone you probably listen to on uh, Sunday afternoons, our very own Pat Kearns. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. It's nice to be here. Pat is the host of the Z1077 Local Music Showcase. And we're going to talk about local music today. Now, how long have you been doing the showcase? I've been doing the showcase now just over two years. Wow. Yeah. Time flies, doesn't it? Yeah. It started about a month before pandemic, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's how then, we tell time now. Yeah, exactly. On, on the timeline. That's be- exactly how I think about it. Before or after pandemic. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, recently we expanded that for to go two years. I mean, two hours. Two hours. Yeah. yeah that's so. the, almost top of the year here. Uh, and, and, and we still have enough talent and enough a product uh, mu- music to very easily sustain a two-hour show and it seems to be growing you tell me you're hearing from new new area musicians all the time yeah it's it's incredible just this week i got new tracks from eight different artists i think three of them were brand new to the show five of them have had stuff on the show before uh something like 23 songs came in it was definitely a, uh, it wasn't a record for amount of songs because i've had like three artists each send me in 10 song albums get 30 songs in one swoop but i've never had so many people in one week where are they coming from we have musicians moving to the morongo basin it's not just joshua tree which of course everybody wants to be joshua because it's cool now but there's a huge musical renaissance in wonder valley yes uh, yucca valley uh so where are these people coming from and why uh, all over the place. Like, for instance, I had a brand new fellow to the show. He'll be on this Sunday. His name is Ron Santi. He's from Asbury Park, New Jersey, relocated out here to the Joshua Tree area. I believe he's in Joshua Tree proper Okay. Uh, in 2019. And then w- when pandemic hit, I mean, we had a huge influx of people that started calling the desert home at that point. People who didn't want to be in the big cities, yeah. but still wanted to do their music, yeah. come out to a, a small area that, that doesn't have a huge population. Yeah, and this this place attracts musicians, so there was a good percentage of them that were musicians, and it, it really felt like uh, right at that moment there was a big bump in the amount of music we were getting. And uh, ancillary to that, uh, we're, we're seeing a kind of a rebirth at local recording studios. We're going to talk about those this morning, too. Uh, well, I know you've got your, yeah. your your solar studio going on at Goat Mountain. <laughs> That's true. So. I think there's a lot of, I mean, I feel like, was it about 2018 that, that it was like either the New Yorker or the New York Times? It was somebody strange. They did an article on recording studios in Joshua Tree, and they, they pegged the number at that point. This is pre-pandemic. They pegged the number at that point at 40 studios. Wow. Which, yeah, I thought was amazing. Uh, because when I first got ready to move out here, there just wasn't very many studios. There was, I think, two, th- maybe three yeah, that I Yeah, we had of. Rancho de la Luna, Red, Red Barn. Correct. Red- and then uh, uh, there's one other one that was really... Uh, I believe it was run by Ethan Allen, and it was like, uh, I can't even remember the name of yeah, it. But yeah. yeah. 
but but now we've got of course with technology changing it, it it first of all number one it's not as expensive as it used to be yeah because of the digital technology i remember back in the day if you wanted to uh do a, a full-on professional recording studio you're talking about half a million dollars yes just in the, in the proper equipment to get it right yeah uh, uh, but nowadays, with digital technology, I know even here at the radio station, you know, we went on the air 32 years ago. I was playing 45s. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then we went to CDs. Yep. Uh, then we have these big CD jukeboxes. Yeah. So, and now everything's on a computer hard drive. It's yep. all It's all digital. It's getting smaller and cheaper it's constantly. Smaller and cheaper all the yeah. time. So. With with that said, uh, this this huge influx of recording studios, um, it, it's it's a competitive. I mean, you have to. That's how, if you're trying to make a living. And B, um, are these new recording studios able to offer the full service that's needed by you know, someone who wants to do a serious professional recording? I think so. I think different people offer different things, uh, and that's easier to do with. Like, not only is there easier access to the technology now there's more uh, variation in that technology and you can do everything from super super high end with lots and lots of recording channels for instance i have 24 simultaneous at my point with a live, a live horn section oh i can do that yeah, yeah. I, uh, I remember back a few years ago before the technology became inexpensive and, and available as much as it is now you know we, we'd have some bands and they, they were good but they do a mini recording in their garage. Mm -hmm. Send me in this recording. Well, we want to have our music on the air. And I said, well, here's the problem. Uh, <laughs> the, the production values have to match the commercial music we're playing. You know, if I segue from a Mariah Carey cut where she's spending $200,000 an hour in a, in a full-on studio, segue into something that you recorded in your garage on a MIDI system, you're going to sound awful. Yes. And I don't want you to sound awful. So if you can get your production values to match this, that. Yeah, this is an yeah. interesting thing to talk about. Because a lot of artists do kind of record, especially local artists, in that lo-fi way. Uh, Jessica Von Rabbit. She, she records at a home studio. Yeah, but a lot of those, her, her records sound pretty good. She's recording in a home studio. But well, she's, she's a using, pretty good technician. She's a very good technician. On her own, yeah. But she's also using a lot of canned sounds that were recorded in high-end studios. Right. And she's just replaying them on this. Uh, but you can do amazing things. Rosa Pullman, who I brought music in as well today, she recorded an album out in a cabin in Wonder Valley this uh, last fall, I believe it was, during a storm. Oh, wow. Yeah, and she uses a little, like, uh, XY recorder, a little Zoom recorder uh -huh. in the room, and it sounds fantastic. Just the, the technology's gotten better. we have a cut of that, don't we? Yeah, that's... Uh, okay, well, we'll play that in just a little bit. It's interesting. The name of the song is From the Storm. No, that's the album. Oh, the name. album's From the Storm. Yeah, okay. which which track did I bring in? I can't remember. Uh, Walk On, I think? Yeah, Walk On. Yeah. I like that track. So I like the whole she album. She recorded this EP. in a cabin in Wonder Valley during a rainstorm. Yeah. Okay, we'll listen to that in just a second. Um, another thing that happened, we've had a lot of musicians bring us things, and, it, and they're... It's not full. They don't have uh, a percussion. Yeah. Uh, there's there's no bass. Uh, it's really you know just you singing into a guitar is too thin a sound for a commercial radio station. If that makes sense. It it, it is, and so yeah. this is a good point to talk about this. So musicians, listen up. So M I make your sound full. Yeah, I get the opportunity to sneak some of these local tracks into the regular playlist. 
But for instance, although I love Rose's recording, I think it's really good, it's not going to stack up against Post Malone or Taylor right. Swift. Yeah. So uh, I, I haven't sent you that guys that one, but I've sent other things like Empty Seat uh, because it's got the full production. It's rocking. I mean, they, that they sound a little bit like early No Doubt to me. And uh, I feel like you could put their recording right up against those early No Doubt records, and it, it might even sound better. Well, uh, at production values, Gene Navarro Jr., his, oh. his fully produced. He's brilliant. Uh, and you know, and uh, his sister, Brianna Navarro, and their Adobe Collective. Uh, Different band. That's, oh, uh, sorry, that's uh, Desert Rhythm Project. Desert Rhythm yes. Project. <laughs> fully produced. He also does all the technical work on her recording, too. So he's got, cool. his, got his fingers on all that. But, but his stuff comes in f- with a full sound. It's f- yes. Fully professionally recorded with all the toots and whistles. I brought in a track from uh, one of his sisters today. It's uh, Cuvaro, which I think is Gabriella. Uh, I didn't. Sorry, Tyler. I didn't get a chance to read the bio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well. Let's let's uh, while we're talking about that, let's go ahead and listen to that cut uh, that we were talking about from Rosa Pullman. Walk on. This is walk on. This is recorded in a cabin. In Wonder Valley. See, I'm going to think I pushed this. Hey, look, I did it right. I, I, even I'm learning this technology as, <laughs> as we go on. Again, I started back here. We were playing uh, playing 45 records. So, But this is a Rosa Pullman. It's called Walk On and is recorded in a cabin in Wonder Valley during a storm. That sounds cool. Let's listen to it. How am I supposed to walk on, walk on? How am I supposed to walk on, walk on? Just walk on, just walk away. Tell me how am I supposed to 
That was really good. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. So tell us about Rosa Pullman. She's uh, new to the desert? No, no. She's been out here probably as long as me. I met her in... in well, then she's in, new to the desert. Yeah, 2017. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people that have been here shorter times yeah, than I, either of I've us. I've been out here 43 years, and I still have people say, oh, you, you just moved here. You just moved here. <laughs> It's relative. Yeah, it yeah. is relative. So. <laughs> so anyway, tell us a little bit about her. She's been out here for a while. Yeah, she's out in Wonder Valley. Uh, man, I think, I, I mean, I don't know too much. I think she lives in the same house as the Sibleys, one of your favorite okay. bands out here. Yeah, uh, It's amazing. Your marriage made it 43 years with <laughs> yeah. that crush on Laura it's, Sibley. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And then, and then now Laura's gone. Somebody married her. Kevin did. Yeah. Ah, oh, Kevin. <laughs> took, my, took my girl. We're gonna we're gonna talk about them and yeah. uh, Kevin later. Yeah, when anyway, we get this, to the palms. Uh, the, the palms. So Wonder Valley again. Let's go back to Wonder yeah. Valley because we just listened to a song that was recorded at a cabin in Wonder Valley during the storm. I was listening for storm. I couldn't really hear it, but I heard a nice atmospheric going on with the recording yeah i feel like i can hear the rain just a little bit and yeah. some white noise in the background yeah, so I mean, there. By a little kind I'm, of atmosphere i might sound. be imagining it yeah. but you're definitely uh i think she told me that they recorded it on a zoom recorder which is just a little room recorder you don't put the mics up close on things yeah. so you really are getting the feel of how it sounds in that room and and i got the the feel of again the storm her voice kind of matched that her mood kind of matched that. Very, very interesting stuff. Yeah. Little, started got little goosebumps when it started. Yeah, so. the whole the whole EP is just like that. Just Rosa and acoustic guitar, and it's beautiful. Okay, well, Rosa Pullman, thank you very much for your talent and uh, lending it to us here at Z1077. We're going to take a quick little break. We're going to be right back with more of the Z1077 Up Closer. Today we're talking about local musicians, the bands, the recording studios, the venues. Our guest is the host of Z107's Local Music Showcase, Pat Kearns. I'm Gary Danielle. Our producer is Claire Grow, and we will be right back. And we are back with the Z1077 Up Close Show. I'm Gary Danielle. Our guest in studio is Pat Kearns, the host of the Z1077 Local Music Showcase. Now, two hours uh, every Sunday afternoon, starting at 4 o'clock, right after... The Ben Vaughn Show. We're going to talk about Ben Vaughn a little bit. Now, Ben's a remarkable guy. He also bases out in Wonder Valley. He is, yeah. yeah. He uh, he uh, has a remarkable career in uh, the film and TV business. Mm-hmm. He did the uh, the jingle for that '70s show. Uh, no, that's a ro- third that's rock big sir- star. Third <laughs> rock from the sun. He was the music director for that '70s show. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, cool. He does a, does a lot of movie work. Uh, he lives in Philadelphia and Wonder Valley. He goes back and forth. But his syndicated show, uh, The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn, is out. I don't know how many dozens of radio stations carry that now, but it's everywhere. And we actually started that here. He, he had sent us something, hey, are you interested in this? And we said, sure, uh, we'll do it. 
and uh, and then we perform a service in exchange for that as we prepare the podcast for Ben, uh, which goes on iTunes and other podcast venues. Uh, so we do that here. So when you hear the many moods of Ben Vaughn in, in Philadelphia and Texas and New York and everywhere it is, uh, it's got a big, big, big connection to the desert. And he always uh, recognizes uh, the high desert and uh, Z1077 in his show. We, yeah. we appreciate that. But he's an interesting guy. I, I've never met Ben Vaughn, but that is my favorite show in all of radio. Ben is an interesting guy, and you'd like to meet him. I uh, have uh, gone out to his shows. His he he does an instrumental thing with guitars. I don't not a lot of singing, but it's mostly music based. And you've got the, all those old '60s surf guitar riffs and all that. They do all that stuff, and it's out of my head now. I'm trying to remember the name of his group. The Everglades. Thank you. Yeah. The Everglades. If you ever hear of the Everglades out of the Palms. And they're out there quite a bit. Yeah, they have a record release show coming up. Yeah. Let me, I got the date that's, right that's here. That's Ben Vaughn. So let's see. It must be uh, April 23rd, 7 p.m., and it's free. All right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's talk about the Palms. It has had a huge rebirth in the past couple of years. Uh, a lot of music out there, a lot of venues at the Palms. Uh, you know, I've been going out there since the day. Uh, basically, it was the destination for a motorcycle ride, and uh, but now it's it's become a, f a fairly nice venue, and it's still very funky. It's very got a great feel to it, especially that outside amphitheater area. It, it is exactly the thing that I've been lamenting the demise of everywhere. It is it is a real dive bar, with just that great like. You post up at the bar and you, you meet somebody, and that's, it's, that's back, it's wonderful. Like back in the old days, Parrot, Pappy and Harriet's was like that. It was a local dive bar. Now, yeah. it's, now it's all – basically it's all L.A. So uh, the, nothing against Pappy and Harriet's, loving to pieces, but it, it's different. It's, the, not the, it's not the same. No, the first time I brought my wife to Pappy and Harriet's was in uh, 2013, and we sat at the bar on a Thursday because one of my uh, recording studio clients was playing there. He was on tour. And we showed up and surprised them. And it was the two of us in the bar and this couple that uh, we happened to run into that we'd watched the uh, sunset at Zabriskie Point a few days earlier. <laughs> and it was four people in the entire bar. Uh, I remember back in the day. Never happens anymore. My grandson, who's 20 now, but when he was little, like seven and eight, I put him on the back of my motorcycle. And we drive up to Pappy and Harriet's and sit down and have some sarsaparilla and chili fries. Nice. Now you'd have to wait in line for three hours to have a chili fries. <laughs> I don't think they sell the sarsaparilla anymore. They may not even sell the sarsaparilla, <laughs> but I mean, it was a, that was a huge, huge treat for him. So, again, no, nothing against Pappy and Harris, but it has changed. Well, it's, things, not, it's not a local dive bar anymore. No, things so. change, and there, yeah. there's far more people here. But no, now we've got no, no. Palms, which is the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, Pappy's, I mean, it, it's really a film studio, or was in the beginning, so it was always kind of fake. The Palms was a real roadhouse from the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning. So uh, we've got some other Wonder Valley music here, but uh, again, uh, the Palms had a big event last weekend. They had some female bands that were out there. Uh, I, I think Hot Patooties might have played. Yes, the, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's a lady in that band yeah. and somebody else, but it was also the Experimental Music Festival, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, they've got stuff going on a lot there now. They're going to do some theatrical stuff, too. I know Kevin Bone 
uh, who who took L- Laura Sibley out of my heart, is uh, <laughs> is is producing a lot of stuff down there. And we're gonna well, the radio station has uh, told Kevin we're gonna gonna help you with that as much as we can. Oh, cool. And then I heard about this some guy named Pat Kearns, something <laughs> like that, who just moved down from Portland. And uh, it was suggested that he take over the local music showcase. So I went to the Palms and and uh, watched Pat Kearns. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the first time I guess we were in, in each other's presence. Although I didn't come up and introduce myself. Yeah. I was just kind of being very quiet. I went up, so went up at the end of the show to get a beer at the bar, and Kevin Bone was freaking out. He's like, Gary Daniel was in here. And I was like, wait a minute, I have a job interview with that guy on Tuesday. <laughs> well, little did you know that was your job yeah, interview. Yeah, that's what you told well, me when I got here. An interesting, Pat, to tell you a little bit uh, about the business, I wasn't really interested in your musicianship. Any recording, <laughs> any recording will tell you that. I was just interested in how you interface with the other musicians. It seems like a good way to pick that up. Because if someone is going to host a music show, then that someone should be able to get along well and and interface well with local musicians. And and, and you did with no problem. I could could see that you were a good fit. So it may have been a concert, but it was a job interview for me. So so back to Wonder Valley. Uh, Now, we have another Wonder Valley musician that you uh, brought in for us to listen to. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Cold-Blooded. Well, no, no, no. This is Ron Santee. Okay, well, Brent, I, I'm looking at a, at a file, and that's all it says. Totally. It, the so. file says that, yeah. and the file is even titled slightly wrong. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Ron Santee is new to me. He wrote me this past week. Uh, he is actually living in Joshua Tree. This is the artist I was talking about in the beginning of the show from Asbury Park, New Jersey. He relocated out here in 2019. And... Uh, sent me his music this week and i dug it he's got a show coming up on april 16th uh out at the palms and the track is called cold blooded highway okay so here he is a a new resident of joshua tree from asbury park new jersey 2019 he's been here a moment come on give us some credit i I (laughs) seem to remember another musician from asbury park new jersey yeah some famous guy i think his uh first name might be Bruce or Fred or something. Like yeah, uh, he's somebody's <laughs> boss. But let's hear uh, let's hear Ron Santee, shall we? Okay.
Ron Santee, uh, Joshua Tree artist, Highway to Nowhere, definitely cold blooded highway. Cold blooded highway. <laughs> yeah. been, definitely been in the desert for a while, so yeah. that's wonderful. Uh, talk, let's move uh, move west now from Wonder Valley. Twenty nine Palms with the advent of the new Freedom Plaza. I think they should have left it Project Phoenix, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> with, uh, is 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 seeing a rebirth of their downtown, and I think that is uh, also spurring uh, more musicians. I was at the Ground Squirrel the other day having dinner with my wife, and there was a uh, a, a local musician playing. Didn't catch his name, but very pleasant. Uh, so more venues. Uh, what else we got going out in Twenty Nine Palms? I know we got Kitchen in the Seems Desert. Seems like everything's going on out yeah, in Twenty Nine yeah. Palms. Yeah, Kitchen in the Desert. Desert has been doing some shows here and there. Uh, my friends This Lonesome Paradise and Gabriel Hart played there a month, month and a half ago. Uh, and there's a new bar, and I, I, was, I went there last weekend just to check it out. And uh, our own Lee Joseph, a DJ here, uh, yes. is, uh, plays DJ there. He plays vinyl classics from the 60s. It's great stuff. Is it, is it, I'm trying to remember the name of the bar. I'm, I'm Out there bar. Thank you. Boy, that's <laughs> twice you've rescued me on that. I still think of the fine line, but I've lived out here so long, I still think of it as the Josh. But, oh, that was the Josh. Yeah. I've heard about that yeah, place. But it's the, out, it's the out there bar. Anyway, very nice. Uh, nice folks. Uh, my wife and I went there after a performance at Theater 29 last weekend. Oh, perfect place to go. Yeah, a little after dinner, have a little cocktail. We met a nice couple who had just moved from Los Angeles. Cool. But then this wedding party came in. It was all women. <laughs> all of a sudden, the place fills up with 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 probably about 25 women of a wedding party. Of course, in the party... <laughs> The volume went up a bit, but they were having a great time. Were they dancing to Lee's music, or no, were they asking well, her to play other well, stuff? Well, Lee wasn't there at the, at at the that time. Point. There was another DJ. I, I didn't get her name. I should have been making notes. But uh, what I liked about it is sometimes you go into these places, and the DJs are so loud. You really you can't even talk. But uh, it was loud enough to enjoy the music, but not so loud to take over the room. Yeah, it supported the vibe in the room rather than became the vibe in the room. Like that, you know. That's and that place has vibe. It has really good vibe. Yeah. I love the paintings of yeah. uh, that they put on the wall of Graham Parsons yeah. and the military. Yeah, it's that, very strange. Yeah, the whole that, perfect that whole mural they've got <laughs> yeah. in there. So that's the out there bar, which is the corner of Monument Drive. Uh, sorry, Park Drive. You can tell I've been out here a long time. Uh, Park Drive and Highway 62. You can't miss it. Basically, yeah. it's the it's the last thing you're going to hit before you hit 100 miles of nothing to go out to Parker, Arizona. So, I love that sign. I love that. Yeah. Sign. Uh, I. I I posed myself with my motorcycle in front of that sign and sent it into a, uh, a website, which, which picked it up and, and ran it. Was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, what else is going on in 29 Palms as far as recording studios? Do you have any studios there? There's, I know of at least one. There's a fellow out there named John Beluzzi, and he runs a place called Shack Tracks that's kind of like, I guess you would call it North 29 Palms, kind of uh, out uh -huh. Lear Road. Yeah. Out that Desert, way. The Desert Heights area. Yeah, he does fantastic work. He's in a band called Secret Delight. His wife is in a band besides Secret Delight called Yvonne Champagne with my wife. And uh, lately, I know John's been doing some really good recordings of a Marine that we play on the show who's a singer-songwriter. 
young one, but he's got tons of potential. His name is Sheldon McCloskey. Sheldon McCloskey. Yeah. Uh, out of the Marine Base. Making yeah, music. watch out for that guy. He's got a voice like Johnny Cash and a penchant to tell a story. Oh, I yeah, love that's that. good. That's a great introduction. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, we got some more music we want to hear. Uh, you brought us some selections of examples of local musicians. But I have to tell you an interesting conversation I had with Pat Kearns. When I said, Pat, how would you describe the sound of Joshua Tree, the sound of the Morongo Basin? And just kind of looked at me funny, like, it's really hard because it's so eclectic. Yeah, it's all over the place. I just was drawing you a blank face on that again because I didn't remember what I said. Yeah. But, but, but what you said was there is no definitive sound of. No, I don't think so. Uh, of Joshua Tree. It's, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean outside of here a lot of people think it's just the stoner rock thing but a lot of the stoner rock bands are actually based in the low desert and when i got here there was a a a big enclave of singer songwriters there's still that but then there's all kinds of other stuff and maybe we should play ingrates next this is the band that uh i've been loving and some of my friends outside the area have been loving and tell us about the ingrates it's like lo-fi punk rock uh it's messed up. Get, it's, get it's, ready, Morongo Basin. Yeah. Those those of you who are used to listening to the morning to the morning show and are somewhat sedate music. Songs. Yeah, I, I love this track. It's called okay. "Kicking Down the Doors." And where are these guys from? Joshua Tree and I believe Yucca Valley. I don't, I've been trying to find out more about them. I just need to write them and ask more. I think there's just two of them. All right, I'm well, not sure. Here are the ingrates and knocking down the doors. Kicking down the doors. Kicking <laughs> down the doors. Okay. The ingrates and kicking down the doors. Let's, 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 let's hear a little local punk, shall we? Yeah.
So we start with a, a, a beautiful ballad recorded during a storm in Wonder Valley and and now go to a little local punk band, the, uh, the, the Ingrates. It's a good thing I like all kinds of music. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I, 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 that, was, that was pretty darn good. It was, yeah. You could understand the lyrics. It yeah. had, a, had a nice sound to it. And yeah, makes you want to dance. So good on them. So um, now moving, uh, uh, continuing to move the West, now we get to Joshua Tree. Uh, and Joshua Tree, of course, is the, uh, has become pretty much the center of everything uh, when it comes to music, you've got First World, which is just a remarkable, remarkable venue. Yeah. And people often ask me, what's going on at First World? Well, you know, they have a website. It's firstworld.com. It's F-U-R-S-T world.com. World is also spelled with a U. With a U, yeah. All so U's. First, yeah, all U's. First World, all U's. And they've got the, uh, the, the lineup of who's coming to play and how to buy tickets. But it's mm-hmm. just a remarkable venue. Uh, Developed by Bobby First on property that's actually in Monument Manor. And uh, over the years, there was a lot of uh, push and shove between the local neighbors and and Bobby because it really wasn't a commercial venue. But they have come up with a a good working relationship now. And it's nice to see that the the neighborhood there is now very accepting of Bobby. And Bobby is working hard to, to make sure he doesn't. He doesn't uh, be a bad neighbor, and he's got a nice. He's got a little parking lot now, so people aren't parking on the road. Yeah, he uh, he turns it down at a certain time of night. But if you have a chance to see that, my wife and I went out there about three weeks ago. I saw a band from uh, Long Beach. Oh, uh, did you see? Was that Whisker Man you were at? I'm not sure who what the name of the band, but it had a pedal steel guitar. It wasn't country band. Huh. He had pedal steel, and of course, as soon as you hear pedal steel, you think, you know, I got tears in my ears from crying my heart over you. But there was, <laughs> there was, it was some great music, and yeah, and, uh, I'm actually playing at First World this evening. I, I, actually, I knew that. Yeah, and you can see Pat Kern in concert tonight at First World. Yeah, just go to firstworld.com with use first and world, and you can do that. Uh, um, tell us a little bit about. Your experience with First World. How did you about hear about them? How did you become part of that? I first started to hear about it. I was working in a studio with a fellow named Jim Scott, who's uh, known for doing uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers records and working with Tom Petty. And uh, So he's a sound technician? Yeah, he's, he used to work at Sound Cities in that movie. Okay. He's a big deal. And uh, he is friends. He'd done a record with Robbie Robb, I think, like decades ago. And uh, when I told him I was moving out here and I was building a studio, he, w- he was giving me a lot of input on what to do and that kind of thing. And he was like, oh, when you get there, make sure you go find First World and, and meet my friend Robbie Robb. And that eventually happened. Well, I've had Robbie Robb on this show along with Bobby first. Yeah. We're talking about uh, s- sort of the renaissance of Joseph Tree, not specifically uh, music. Uh, I went out there to see Brianna Ivaro uh, uh, dr- drop a CD. and uh, First time I'd been there, actually, and I, I got a, a very friendly invitation. Sent me an email. Hey, I'm going to be doing this CD. Love you to come out and listen to it. And I did. And uh, we've had it on the air ever since. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I know that track. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good track. Yeah, uh, we've got is. some more music to play here, and we're getting short of time. And I want to make sure we get it in here. So, uh, tell us who we've got coming up next. We should probably go with Cuvaro, which is one of the Avaro kids. I believe it's Gabriella. Uh, this is a brand new cut, so this is the first time this has ever been what, played. What's anywhere. the name of the song? Because I've just got these. Afraid of. There it is. Got it. Okay, so this is Q. Cuvaro, Cuvaro, who's uh, one of the Avaro family, and of yep. course we talked about Gene Avaro Jr. Yep. Uh, earlier. So, so let's listen to this, shall we? Yes. 
Gabriel Ivaro, a.k.a. Cuvaro, asking the musical question, what you afraid of? So great, <laughs> that, that's got a great sound to it. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, she's, the, she's really neat. The Ivaro family, uh, Gene and, and his sisters, and uh, have really had a lot to do with the community and, and the music scene here. I had to salute Gene Navarro for the work he did to help in the Yucca Valley High School band. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. And Born and raised here. Yeah. He uh, he did a concert there, which the radio station sponsored. We're happy to do that. And they raised some money and sent a bunch of young musicians off to New York. So it was great stuff. So Very cool. We're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back with more of the Z1077 Up Close Show. Our guest in studio today, local music showcase host, Pat Kearns. And we're talking about local music. We'll be right back. And we are back with a Z1077 Up Close show. Talking with Pat Kearns here. We got a couple songs uh, uh, left, and we're sort of running out of time. But I do want to play a new song by Pat Kearns. This is called Mojave Moonlight, and it's going to be featured in the Live in Joshua Tree event coming yeah, up. Yeah, Live from Joshua Tree on right. April 23rd. So let's hear it. Here's Pat Kearns and his latest, and it's called Mojave Moonlight.
our ears Sounds like whispers There's a dry lake We start making a way across In the heat of the night This late in July We were wild Like coyotes down in the wall Pat Kearns and Mojave Moonlight. Pat, so much for coming in today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Gary. We flat ran out of time. We had more songs, more stuff to play. I know. We're going to have you back in real soon. We're going to do this again. We only made it halfway across the basin. Thanks for listening. Drive carefully and God bless. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Up Close, a weekly talk and interview program presented in the public interest by Z1077 News. Join Gary Denio again next Friday at 10 for more Up Close.